Okay, this is the James Arnold Taylor podcast opening introduction audition reels. Take one. In a world of millions of voices, one man will become many. No, 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 no. Too big. Next. In a world of millions of voices. Too game showy. Next. In a world of millions of voices, one man will be too ostentatious. In a world of millions of voices, one man will become many. Too over the top, promoy. In a world of millions of voices, um, one man? No. Next. In a world! <laughs> too frilly, too fancy, too beady, too bumpy. Uh, ooh, ooh, in a, in a, in a, in a world, yeah. Too gold bloomy. Wow. In a world. Too walkin'y. In a world, wow. Too freeman-y. In a world where there's a guy and he's doing a voice and it's a- Too Gilberty. Hoo-ha in a world. Mama Gemma. Too Pacino-y. Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. Seriously. In a world full of millions of voices, it's me, James Arnold Taylor. Hi. That'll do. Roll the show. Cue announcer. It's the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Talking to myself, the Jetcast. And now, here he is, the same guy that's talking right now, James Arnold Taylor. Hey, thank you so much, Mr. Announcer. Yes, it is episode one of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. The first one of the Jadcast, the podcast. I'm James Arnold Taylor. Check, check. One, one, two, two. Check, one, two. Check, check. That's, you know, I've, I have been on microphones uh, most of my life since I was about eight or nine years old, so like like 40 years. And that's still how I warm up. I'm like, I get on a mic, check, one, two, testing, test, test, test. I gotta come up with some new material. Welcome. Are you as excited as I am? Probably not. Okay, the show is called Talking to Myself. Let me explain a couple things first off before we go any further. Why is it called Talking to Myself? Well, because uh, that has been, now I have a stage show, that a one-man show that I take, uh, I've taken all over the world. I did it at Disney's Star Wars Weekends for many, many years, at Celebration for many years, and for the USO, and for, uh, at Comic-Cons and things. And it's called Talking to Myself because that's pretty much what I do. I spend my time in little padded rooms talking to myself. And that's, in fact, what I'm doing here right now. So all the voices, I'm letting you behind the curtain. I'm breaking down the fourth wall. I'm giving away all my secrets right now here at the, the top of the show. All the voices you hear in the show are me. So it's me talking to me. Sometimes you may hear occasionally some of the voices uh, seem to overlap each other. Now that is because only on some occasions I will do that just for effect. But Pretty much everything you're hearing is me talking to me without any breaking in between or editing or anything like that, okay? So that is why the show is called Talking to Myself. I think it's kind of fun. There will be actually, you know, I say those are the only voices. I, hopefully there'll be some interaction with all of you at some point. And also I will have a segment even in this show here today in the first one where I play an interview from uh, 
one of the many, many interviews I've done. I've interviewed so many people in the world of Star Wars throughout the uh, course of my career, and I'll be playing a clip from an interview with uh, the lovely and talented, the Mr., uh, the genius that is Frank Oz. So that'll be coming up later in the podcast as well. Just a small clip of that, but that'll be the only time it's not me talking to me. The rest of the time, this is talking to myself. This is a podcast, and it's really funny. You know, all these years, I've done a lot of things over the last couple of years on YouTube, uh, doing videos and things and shows that I've created uh, because, of course, now I'm a voice actor known for the voice of many famous characters, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Star Wars The Clone Wars, and I played Plo Koon on the show as well and a bunch of other uh, incidental characters and stuff through the years. I was uh, Johnny Test, Fred Flintstone, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank, Titus from Final Fantasy X, uh, Leonardo the Ninja Turtle in the uh, 2007 movie, uh, Spider-Man, Silver Surfer, Magneto, The Flash, Lego Flash, uh, Green Arrow. I- I've been so many wonderful characters. It's so blessed in my career to be all these fantastic voices and do all this stuff. I'm the voice of uh, Sunday Nights on on Fox for The Simpsons and Family The Simpsons, Family Guy, coming up next on Fox. Uh, all of that stuff. And uh, I have always wanted to do this. Now, I started in radio. So you would think a podcast would be a natural fit, but I've always wanted to do all this other stuff where I'm showing you all this. I created a stage show called Talking to Myself where I I do all these voices in it and I talk about my life as a voice actor kind of in the booth there. I say uh, I'm in a little padded room talking to myself because that's how I spend my time and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm in a little padded room in my home, in my home studio, and I'm talking to myself, but I'm talking to you now because this is the first podcast. And, uh, you know, as a DJ and all this time in the radio world and writing and producing comedy for radio. It's funny that I would come back to podcasting now as the thing, because it's kind of, it's essentially radio. But the difference is, is when I was on radio, you played a bunch of music and you talked a little. Now you talk a lot and you play just very little music, which I think is actually very cool. And you all will kind of get to know me better here. And I'm hoping that my podcast is a different place than my Uh, YouTube channel stuff and the stuff that you see me on social media or any of the shows or movies or video games that I voice stuff because here I'm going to kind of take you behind the scenes more, talk about the voices more, do some of the voices, interview some of the voices that I get to play. And in fact, this very first show, the first James Arnold Taylor podcast, I thought, who better to bring on as my first guest than a character I have been uh, connected with for almost 18 years? He is a, a Jedi Knight. He is a general in, in the clone army. And uh, he is none other than Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we're going to be talking to Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's going to come in. We're going to talk to him later in the show. Uh, this is exciting stuff because you know what? If you think about it, now I personally have been in, interviewed on many, many podcasts about my work as Obi-Wan and everything. But Obi-Wan himself, he's never been interviewed. So this is a first. This is a podcasting first. And I'm excited. I have an exclusive with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Isn't that cool? I think that's pretty cool. So we're going to talk to him about his life. You know, we're going to ask him like things that, you know, you would ask a regular person on a regular podcast or a regular place or time or whatever, right? He's, he's beamed down from the Jedi Temple. And he's, he's waiting in the green room here at the, uh, at the uh, James Arnold Taylor Studios, which is really just my living room. Uh, and, and I saw him kicking around in the kitchen there and looking through the uh, the refrigerator for something. Uh, maybe some blue milk. I don't know. I don't know what he was looking for. But anyways, so he's out there. Now I've got, so let me introduce you to some of the people uh, that help me with the James Arnold Taylor podcast because the show is called Talking to Myself. Um, it's essential. So we have, uh, we have Billy, 
who is my intern. And Billy is, uh, he has asked me for many years for me to mentor him. Hang on, I'm going to take a sip. In fact, if you have a beverage with you, take a sip right now. Let's all enjoy a, a nice, tasty beverage. That was good, huh? This is, I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking fennel tea. So what I do is I take some fennel, I chop it up, and then I steep it in hot, boiling hot water for like four or five minutes. And then I put a strainer over it and I just get the water and then I drink the fennel. And it's very good for you. It's a good antihistamine. Did you know that? It is. <clears throat> so there you go. Because I have a lot of allergies. And anyway, so Billy, the intern, he brought me my tea. I always ask him to get me coffee, even though I don't drink coffee, just to kind of mess with him. And uh, anyway, so Billy is an intern. He's asked me to mentor him many times. And so I said, you know what? You can be the intern on the show here. So Billy, Billy, let me get it. Hey, Billy. Yes? Come on. Come on. Come on. Step up to the mic. Step up to that mic. Okay. You want me on this mic? Yeah. Right? Isn't, it's not on. Hang on. Let me, let me try to turn that up. Let's not say something. Hello. Yeah, it's not working. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to have to get Hank. This is perfect because we have to get Hank, the engineer, in. So, uh, Billy, the intern. Uh, Billy, step up to my microphone just for a second. No, I, I, can, I can actually come up here. Oh, hello. Hello. Okay. Don't get too close to me, though. Okay. <laughs> would you like me to get Hank? Yes, I would like you to go get Hank. Tell him there's a problem with the microphone. It's not working. And we need the guest mic up because, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be our first guest. It's very exciting. Okay? Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go get him right now. I'll go. Let me go get him. Okay, so Billy, the intern, is going to go get Hank, the engineer, and Hank is, uh, Hank's an interesting cat. He's been in radio for many, many years as an engineer, uh, and uh, he tells me he was on the air at one point. I don't, I don't believe him, but um, let's okay. see. Oh, yep. What, yeah. What's, okay. What's yes. On Come on in, Hank. There's what a problem with the microphone here. Okay. And you can just uh, right check huh? that. No. Hello, 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 hello. No, not my microphone. It's hello, hello. Would you stop? The hello, hello. This, this one. Uh, Hank, it's not my microphone. Works just fine. Hello, hello. You know, I can actually. Your breath is is. It's not pleasant. Have you been eating onions? You know, I like, I like, I like the onions. I get a, you know, I get one of them onion sandwiches. It's good. It's good. An onion sandwich. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, where do I begin? Um, no, so it's not my microphone. Hello, hello. Would you stop doing that? No, my microphone is fine. We know it works. It's the guest mic over there. The That's guest mic. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just said I'm gonna read that. Well, it's fine. It's, it, the stand works just fine. It's not that. It's the mic. It's okay. Let me hang on. Let me push some of the buttons over. No, oh, come on. Okay, hang on. Let me just. It's not plugged in in the back there. It's not. Okay, fine. Would you? Can you? Can you plug it in in the back, please? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. This is really an unpleasant uh, view of you, Hank. Right, right there. Okay. Good. All right. Let's try it. Try it now. Hello. 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 Okay. Yeah, that works. Would you stop doing the hello? Hello. Hello. You know, I actually felt a little spit go on my face from you at that mic from here. I, I please. Testing. Testing. One two. One two. One two. One two. Okay, that is the worst mic technique ever. You, you don't spit or pop on the mic. Okay, well, it's working now. Hello, hello, hello. No, don't hit the microphone either. Hank, what kind of engineer are you anyways? You're a funny guy, James. Yeah, okay, thank you. All right, thanks for setting up the microphone. You know, we got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming in, Hank. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, he's... he's uh, I saw him in the, uh, in the uh, uh, green room and stuff there. He was... Um, he was looking at my onion sandwich. I don't think for a second he was looking at your onion sandwich. No, no, he was. He was asking about it. All right. He's a weird, you know, he's kind of dressed weird. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that to him. What, what's he going to do? Like hurt me with his laser sword? <laughs> yeah, he might. 
Really? Yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a Jedi Knight. You got to watch out, man. Yeah, get out of here. He's a Jedi Knight. He's fine. Uh, he's a funny guy. All right, your microphone works. Now I'm going to go and Okay, thank you, Hank. I think. Thank you. That guy. Okay, so those uh, those are some of the folks helping me out here on the uh, on the Jatcast. That's uh, uh, Billy. And Billy's still here. Billy. Billy. Billy, step up to the guest mic for a minute. Okay. Yes. Hello. Hello. Testing one, two. No, no. You don't need to get that clear. You, are you watching Hank? And is that why you think you have to do it like, well, I thought that if he's an engineer, he probably knows best. Okay, now see, you're popping your peas and you're getting too close. Just back off the mic. Just do, put your hand up and make like a little, like, extend your thumb and your pinky out. Okay, like that. Okay, but don't touch the mic. Okay. And just hold them. So that's like about, what is that, like about eight inches or so, nine inches? So have the mic about that far from your face. And then you just talk. You just talk normal. I just talk normal. I mean, as normal as you can with that. You have a very croaky kind of voice. Yeah. Oh, well, my mother says it's what makes me unique. Well, it does. So that's why I thought maybe I could become a voice actor. I have a really unique kind of voice. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you can. Maybe you can. All right, uh, Billy, uh, tell Obi-Wan we're about ready for him, and it's going to be exciting, okay? You go tell Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, don't actually don't call him Mr. Uh, it's, it's master. Master. Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right. Tell Master Obi-Wan Kenobi we're about ready for him, all right? Well, this is very exciting. Okay, I get to talk to a Jedi Knight. Okay, but don't. Yeah, yeah, just be careful. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm just going to go. I'll tell that Jedi Knight this is what I have to deal with. This is the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Hey, we're going to talk to Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's exciting. You know, here on the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, <clears throat> oops, see, do you get this on your computer? Updates available. I'm, I'm a Mac person. Now, on the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, we're going to talk about all sorts of things. We're not just going to talk about Star Wars and video games and Ratchet and Clank and Ty, uh, Final Fantasy and all the things that I've done. But we're going to talk about other things. We're going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about my life. We're going to talk about my faith. We're going to talk about my family. We're going to talk about all these wonderful things. Uh, and it's exciting. Uh, I like all that because, I want, again, I think it's fun to just be able to just talk to you. This reminds me of, again, my radio days where you could just kind of, you know, go and but it, it's exciting. So uh, I'm noticing, so I'm a Mac guy and I have a love-hate relationship with Apple computers. I don't know about you guys, but um, so Apple, if any of you are listening and you want to sponsor the show, <laughs> go ahead. Although I'm going to have some words for you. I, and look, here's the thing. I don't, I, I have not owned a PC in over 20 years. I have, and I was one of the first people to buy Mac. I have been buying Macs from the beginning. I have been an Apple person from day one. But you guys drive me nuts. You gals, you guys and gals, you people at Apple drive me crazy with your your stuff and the updates and all of that. I just, uh, update now, update now. Why can't the little button on the screen that says, you have updates, and it and says like, oh, look at that. As I say that, thing just came in. Um, text there. Oh, it's from my wife. That's nice. That's lovely. Oh, no, but so, okay. Why can't you guys at Apple, why can't you just make the updates like once every 27 years? Wouldn't that be nice, everybody? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm kidding. I, look, I appreciate that they update stuff, but it drives me a little crazy that they do like like every week. Do I need an update every week? Do I need new software every week? Do I need the computer? And when the computer comes up and says, do you want to do it? And it says, remind me, you know, do it in an hour. Do it uh, today. Remind me tomorrow. How about remind me next week? How about that? 
That's what I would prefer because every single day. But that's, you know, and I'm not a complaining guy. I am very positive. I try to, my whole thing, I like to be uh, mindful. We're going to talk about mindfulness on this show. We're going to talk about how to beat anxiety and stress and depression and and nerves and, and all those things. We're going to talk about living in the moment and being present. We're going to talk about neurofeedback and the therapy that it does because I do neurofeedback uh, for my brain and it has helped me tremendously. We're going to talk about all these things. We're not going to talk about all these things with our guest, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's coming in. And I should just really, uh, okay, I'm going to get back to all of this technology talk and all the other things that are going to happen on this podcast in a minute. I say in a minute, but in more like, now I'm like, see, now I'm like the Apple thing in a minute. No, actually later uh, after our huge interview with our huge first guest. Well, he's, <laughs> he's not huge. He's not huge. He's, you know, he's slender. He's, he's lovely. And let me also say this for any Lucasfilm or Disney people that may be listening. This is a parody. This falls under parody. The James Arnold Taylor podcast is all parody. Please do not try to sue me or give me a cease and desist for interviewing some of the characters that I've been the voice of because all of this is parody. All of this is in good fun. And this is for the listeners and all to just have a good time. So, of course, of course, now I'm going to say the disclaimer. Uh, James Arnold Taylor plays the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Clone Wars and other things like that. This is just a, a fun parody podcast right now where James will be doing the voice of both Obi-Wan Kenobi and himself and talking to himself and asking him questions like that. But none of this reflects the views of Disney or Lucasfilm or Clone Wars or anybody else. It is or Obi-Wan Kenobi or Anakin Skywalker or Ahsoka Tana or Yoda Master or the, the Jedi Temple or uh, Yoda Master. I said Yoda Master. Yoda Master. Hey, Yoda Master! Uh, it's Hank. It's Hank, the engineer. Hey, Yoda master. I like the Yoda guy coming in. Okay, thank you, Hank. Thank you very much. See, this is this is what it is. It's James Arnold Taylor talking to himself. So it's all just a parody, okay? So there, the disclaimer is out there. Nobody mess with me. This is fun. This is the fun thing. Let's get ready for the big uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi interview part. Okay, uh, let, me, let me cut to that now. Here we go. James Arnold Taylor podcast. You know, this is going to be um, the, all sorts of stuff. We're going to cover all sorts of things on the podcast, not just my voice work and Star Wars and Marvel and DC and video games and all of that, but all sorts of stuff. And I think it's going to be a blast and fun for you and fun for me. And also another thing I'm hoping to do is, and now in this, I'm going to take your uh, emails and stuff because people email me questions all the time. You can go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com. You can click on the Jat show. And then in the drop down, you can click and find like Jat podcast, the Jat cast, as I call it. And you can uh, make that the topic. Make sure you choose a topic in the choose topic. But anyways, I have all these questions people ask me all the time. So on the show, I'm going to answer your your questions from your emails, but I'm also going to uh, look into doing it to where we can take live phone calls or Skype calls or what have you, where you can call in, be on the show with me, we can interact and talk, and I just think it's going to be an exciting time for all of us uh, that are, well, I was going to say all of us Jat fans, but uh, for all of you that are Jat fans and for for me that uh, am Jat, I am am Jat. Okay. A lot of fun stuff. Great fun right now because I am bringing on my first guest ever on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the Jatcast, and he's a special guest. I have known him, well, I've known him since I was seven years old when I saw him in A New Hope, and he was old Ben Kenobi, and then I got to learn so much more about him in the prequel movies, 
which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the prequels quite a bit, actually, uh, in, in an upcoming podcast, uh, maybe the second or third podcast. I'm going to go in-depth on the prequels. But here he is right now, sitting next to me, the Jedi Knight himself, Jedi Master General Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ladies and gentlemen, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, that's a name I hear all the time. How are you, sir? Well, hello there. Thank you for having me on the podcast, James. It's wonderful to be here. You're very easy. You're so proper. Well, I do try. Now, what is that? You know, are you are you British? Because, uh, I mean, you're not... I don't, I don't... I don't even... Do we even know what planet you're from? Well, I suppose you would call it a British accent from, from here. It, it, but you're not... You're not from Earth. No, I'm not. But we don't... You know, we never really get... I, I would hope someday we would hit... Uh, hit on your past and your childhood and all that. I know they did that in some of the other stuff and some of the old books and things and I don't know what's canon anymore and not. I don't know what you're talking about with canon and all but I enjoy Earth quite a bit. It reminds me of Alderaan, a planet that I've been on many times before. Alderaan, yeah. Ooh, that's a bummer, huh? What do you mean? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You're young Obi-Wan. No, nothing. Nothing. Alderaan's a great place. Just, uh, yeah, just uh, keep your distance. Anyways, so you're a Jedi Knight. Now, tell me about this Jedi Temple. The Jedi Temple, man, it seems kind of boring. Really? Well, I find the Jedi Temple to be quite relaxing and a wonderful place to go and wind down after many battles with Anakin and all the clones and fighting the, the Clone War. I, I love going back to the Jedi Temple, going to my quarters and relaxing, meditating, uh, spending some time there or in the library. Uh, in fact, Master Plo Koon and I will uh, spend quite a bit of time in the library. It gets crazy in there. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure Jedi Temple Library's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, um, so now how many hours, how many hours in a day do you practice with your lightsaber and levitating and meditating and moving stuff around and all of that? Well, I'm not certain. It's a very busy time right now with the Clone Wars going on. In fact, we've had a bit of a resurgence lately. Yeah. Yeah, there was a bit of a time off, wasn't there, for the last couple of years? It was like kind of dead. Yes, it was, but now it's good to be back. I feel as though we shall finally win this battle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, uh, Obi, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I am, I am very well connected to you. Yes, I've heard. I do your voice. There's a, so there's, you know, I mean, you're pretty well known here on Earth. People, people love you and Anakin and, and Ahsoka and uh, Yoda and, uh, you know, everybody. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I do your voice. I've, I've heard. Have you really? Okay. So what do you think? I don't think much of it. Really? Well, okay. would you like me to do a little bit for you now? <sighs> Not really, but um, yes, go ahead. Not really, but yes, go ahead. Was that supposed to be me? Was that supposed to be me? So you're doing me now. So you're doing me now. Why do you go up at the end of everything? So you're doing me now. I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. All right, stop it. All right, stop it. Please, please, stop. Stop. Really, really. All right, that's enough. All right, that's enough. See, you did it. You are my brother. No, you're not my brother. No, that's a line from... Anyways, no, you don't say... Okay, so uh, in fact, let me explain to everybody. You are Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars era. Well, I don't know what other era I'd be from. Well, okay, so see, again, as I say, like on Earth, we have a little more uh, foreknowledge of the story. We're kind of strong in the Force there, I guess, as you would say. Even you? Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I mean, do you, do you think maybe I'm strong in the Force? No, 
Oh, okay. Well, all right. Um, but do you think there are some Force-sensitive people here on Earth? Oh, most definitely. I, I sense it quite a bit. Again, not with you, but perhaps your, uh, your youngling, your daughter. Oh, my daughter, Lydia, yeah. And perhaps your wife for putting up with you. <laughs> you know, Obi, uh, you're funnier than uh, I thought you would be. Well, thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> no, you're not actually, are you? Come on. Are you really? So how did you get here? Well, I flew, of course. I thought you hated flying. Oh, you say something once and now everybody quotes it to you over and over again. Yeah, people kind of do that with everything you say, don't they? Yes. I can't walk into a room and say hello there without people saying hello there, hello there. I know. I don't know why it's such a thing, but it is a thing. Anyways, um, so you, oh, yeah. In fact, I'm looking out the window. I see that you parked your, uh, your ship right there in my yard. Eh, neighbors are going to have fun with that. I can move it if you'd like. No, no, that's okay. Just leave it. Oh, you know what I've always wanted to ask you? There's this rumor, although I don't think you would tell me anyways, but there's this rumor that you are actually not really Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you are Obi-Wan's clone. I'm my own clone. Like Rex and Cody. Like the clones. Yeah. Well, that's absurd. I know. That's, I mean, but there's this, it's a rumor here on Earth that you're actually a clone and, you, you know. Well, that is absolutely absurd. Or is it? What? Nothing. Hmm? Are you messing with me? Well, of course I'm messing with you. Or am I? What? Hmm? Oh, come on. So you're not a clone? Not as far as you know. Hmm? Move along. Moving along, moving along. Oh, anyways, yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, hey. So when you're here, what do you what do you like on Earth? What's the kind of like the food you like to eat? Do you have like a like a cheeseburger or something or a cheeseburger? Well, burger. You know, it's like a like a bantha burger. Oh, a bantha burger. Yes. I don't really eat much of those. I'm not what you would call a vegetarian or anything, but no, I don't do that. I I don't understand cheeseburger though. It's a burger made out of cheese. No, but you know what? That's funny that you say that because in all my life, I don't think I've ever thought about it like that. But when you say cheeseburger, it seems as though the burger should be made out of cheese. That's weird. You're very, uh, you bring out the best uh, wisdom in people, don't you, Obi-Wan? Well, I suppose I try. That's what the Force is being about. And being a Jedi is all about doing the right things there. And uh, yes, well, that's nice. That's nice. So what do you think of all my uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi memorabilia here in the office? Well, it's quite, I would say it's nice, but it's a bit disturbing. You have pictures of me all over the place here. You have a stand-up, or Billy, Billy, your intern, was calling it a stand-up of me holding a fake lightsaber. Yeah, that's fake light. We, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't have like real lightsabers here on earth. I mean, that, you know, but you have, although you do. Hey, can I, can I see that? Can I hold that? I don't think so. No, please, please. Come on, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, look, I am like your alter ego. I'm, I'm you here. Please. No, no, I. I'll say please again. Please, can I please hold your lightsaber? I promise. I Look, I promise I will not turn it on. I don't want to, like, cut my foot off or something, you know? Well, all right. You can hold it for a moment. All right. Let me... Wow. That is... That's heavy, man. That is... That is got... How do you... You know what I've always wanted to know is, like, yours in particular, it's got all these, like, things that kind of protrude out and, like, a little hand grenade thing. I don't even know how you fight with this thing because this switch, it like, that'll, like, cut your hand if you're trying to do... Like, how do you do it? You still don't understand the Jedi Knight thing, do you, James? <laughs> no. But honestly, do you ever hurt your hand on this thing? That's why I wear gloves. Oh, very good. Um... I would, okay, I'm going to give it back to you because I, I so want to hit that switch and turn it on. And I know I would just destroy all my equipment here because I'm too close to my mixing board and stuff. Yes, that would be best. Let me see it. All right. Now, I have a fake one here. Oh, did you see? I got a fake one right here. Yes, I can tell that's fake. It looks nothing like it. Well, it looks like it. It's just, it's not, 
it's very kind of plasticky or whatever. It's just, but it's, you know, they send me these things. It's nice. It's fun. Now, what is that over there that says Obi-Wan Kenobi? And it looks like a little tiny one of me. Oh, that's a bobblehead. There. A, a bobble what? A bobblehead. So because your head will bobble. Pardon me. Your head bobble. See, watch. So if I... See that? I don't like that. It's quite disturbing. Well, I think it's kind of funny. It's a little Obi-Wan bobblehead. And then they make those... Uh, now they've got the, the new ones, the Funko ones. Have you seen those? I beg your pardon. Oh, nothing. Never mind. Anyways, I hope those guys send me one of those because those are neat. And they just started making the Clone Wars ones now. So Clone Wars Clone Wars has had a resurgence here in uh, on Earth. I always, I'm going to say the United States, but it's, it's everywhere. It's on Earth. It's on the planet Earth and you're not from Earth and it's kind of weird. And Anyways, so is, is that exciting to all of you? Well, I suppose. I just want this war to end. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, well, look, Obi-Wan... I would love to have you back sometime too. Would you? Uh, and would you maybe consider bringing uh, Jedi Master Plo Koon with you? I don't know if Master Plo has time to come and sit and talk with you. Well, you know, I do his voice too. So you want to hear? You want to hear a little Plo Koon? Yes, I suppose. Okay, let me. Oh, you know, I'm going to use my cup. Kotoya, Obi Wan Kenobi. This is Jedi Master Plo Koon. Well, it's a better impression than you do of me, but it needs work. Really? Okay. So anyways, maybe you could bring Plo Koon on. We come back in and we'll have like, so like if I had the fans ask questions for you, then would you answer some of those? Well, yes, I'd be more than happy to answer questions from your fans. That would be awesome, Obi. Thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you for talking with me. Uh, you're, you're a funny guy. You're a fun guy, but you're not a fun guy. <laughs> okay, sorry. Nothing really makes you laugh, does it? Oh, you know who really makes me laugh is Kit Fisto. Is he a, he's kind of a joker, huh? He is indeed. Well, that's okay. That's great. Um, well, thanks for joining me. And uh, I know you've got to get back to it. The Clone Wars is busy, busy, coming back, a big resurgence. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody. Big round of applause for Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Jatcast. Thank you. And of course, may the Force be with you. Always. See, it's so cool when he says it. May the Force be with you. Always. Still doesn't sound like me. Sorry, I was trying. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Stop! You are my brother! Please stop that. Sorry. It is the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying the first ever episode of the Jatcast. I'm calling it a Jatcast. Now, some of you uh, may be new to me, and you go, Jat, what is Jat? Jat is James Arnold Taylor, J-A-T. And it's because I have one of the longest names in show business. Oops, sorry, there's my, my text going off. Did you hear that in the background? You know what I always wonder is when you hear something like that, that um, now I'm texting my agent. See, see, this is what you don't get anywhere else. This is just me in my home studio and my real life. My agent just texted me because I have a session for Fox, where I will say The Simpsons coming up next on Fox at three o'clock here today. And so there you go. So I'm giving them a thumbs up, and I sent that off. Anyways, uh, I don't know what I was saying, but um, whatever it was, it probably wasn't important. <laughs> Okay, anyways, uh, the, the Jat cast here, oh, yeah, James Arnold Taylor, I have one of the longest names in show business, so uh, we took a J-A-T, and people call me Jat. So if you follow me on, on social media, it's Jat Actor, J-A-T Actor, you know, at Jat Actor, and that's on Instagram and on uh, Twitter, and I think even uh, Facebook, it might work. I'm not on Facebook much anymore. Anybody else? I find Facebook to not be, look, I love everybody that's on Facebook, but here's the other problem I have with Facebook. I have a fan 
devoted page, and then I have my personal page because everybody needs to have a little personal time. But fans, many of you, and maybe some of you, try to get me to be a friend of them on my personal page so they can kind of get in there. And I, I, I need to have, you need to have, when you're uh, in the public eye to any degree, and I'm not, I'm not a huge celebrity or anything, I'm a voice actor, I get it. But, you know, there's still a decent amount of you that follow me and all that. You still need to have some privacy because I put a lot of my personal life out there. I really do. I put pictures of me and my family and stuff. I talk about things, you know, with my daughter and things going on and movies we show her and stuff that we do in our day. But Facebook, my personal Facebook is like, that's where I would like connect with old high school friends and stuff like that. And uh, so, I don't know. I just, I'm not on it all that much anymore. I, I use Twitter the most. I use Instagram. But see, the thing about Instagram is you can't do links or anything. And I know everybody loves Instagram. Uh, not a lot of you follow me on Instagram. Because uh, I have I have almost 50,000 followers on Twitter, which is, I am so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody that takes the time to follow me and put up with all my little uh, tweets and stuff. But on Instagram, I got about, I don't know, like 12,000 or so, which is great. It's still, I mean, that's massive amounts of people. But in comparison to that, uh, to my, my um, Twitter and my YouTube channel and all of that, it's very small. So I, all of you that don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. And then you'll catch uh, some, because I, I post a lot of it. I try to post on both, but for the most part, I put up a lot of fun pictures and things of just more of my personal life. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do right now here as we're going, I'm going to take a picture of me doing the podcast and then I'm going to post it on Instagram saying I'm doing the podcast. There you go. So for all of you that uh, don't follow me there, Follow me on Instagram if you have an Instagram account. If you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. It's fun, I'm telling you. And it's a great way when you actually, if you get a thumbs up from me or a heart or a whatever or a response or a retweet, that's actually me. It's really me. It's not somebody else, okay? So there you go. So it is at Jat Actor. And then go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com and send me some emails and stuff. We're going to take some emails here in a minute. And that's going to be a lot of fun. But what else is going on in the world of James Arnold Taylor? Well, big news, of course, since this episode is the first episode and we've already kind of talked to Obi-Wan and we've talked a lot of Clone Wars, I want to can just I just want to cover some of the uh, Clone Wars coming back. How exciting is it? It is very exciting. It's very exciting for everybody that the Clone Wars is coming back for one more season, one last season of the Clone Wars. To wrap it up, 12 episodes, it's going to be on Disney's streaming service, which of course now we all have to get. And look, I am not uh, anyone special there. I'm going to have to pay for it like everybody else, just so I can watch Clone Wars again. And uh, I'm going to do it. Of course, we're all going to get Disney's streaming service and do all that. And I'm in no way trying to sell you on that because they don't need my help. And the other thing is, you know, nobody from Disney is listening to my podcast or cares about my podcast. But all of you do. And I'm just saying, I know that if any of you want to watch Clone Wars, that's what we're going to have to do, right? That's how they hook us in. I mean, even me, I'm going to be paying for it just like everybody else. And I'll be watching the show just like anybody else because my daughter is like hooked on Clone Wars. She's watched uh, all six seasons of the Clone Wars. I really say five and a half because the sixth season was just kind of a half season. But it's still great. The Lost Missions. And uh, she's watched all of them at least twice, and she loves all of them. She's got the Clone Wars encyclopedia. My daughter has grown up with Clone Wars. You have to understand, when we, so we adopted my daughter from China in 2005. When we brought her home, like three days later or something like that, I don't know, within a week, 
I went in, met Dave Filoni for the first time, met Henry Gilroy for the first time, and auditioned, uh, met with them, read for Obi-Wan for this. Because I had been doing Obi-Wan for the other things, for all the games and the micro-series of the Clone Wars, and they pretty much knew they were going to cast me as, as him. But, of course, they wanted to meet with me, see if we gelled and everything, and we had a great time. I sat there and read with them. I, I even auditioned for Anakin because they were... were trying to recast Anakin and such. And so they had me read and I did a terrible, you know, it's like, you know, they wanted it to kind of sound like Hayden Christensen. And I, I ended up, he's got this kind of like, I can't even do him. I can't do him at all. But, uh, and I do a lot of voices, but I can't do his voice. Um, but it's almost this Christian, uh, Christopher Walken kind of way of talking. He has this, you know, they don't, they don't appreciate me. The Jedi, you know, all, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I know it's terrible. I like doing bad impressions. See, all of you know, because, you know, most of you know me as somebody that does so, some really, you know, good. I'm, I'm not being full of myself here. I'm saying, you know, I, this is my job. It's what I do. I'm a voice double for many celebrities from Johnny Depp to Michael J. Fox to David Spade and all in between. And and uh, so when I do a bad impression, it's it's good, right? It's good for you to know that even James does bad impressions. Uh, so anyways... I went in then and I met them. And so my, my daughter's entire life, she was a, she was a baby when we, we adopted her. She was eight months old. So her whole life, she has grown up with Clone Wars. And, and then, of course, I was the host of uh, an event called Star Wars Weekends that happened every year. And for five of the, I don't know how many years, uh, well, I did it for seven years. And for five of those seven years, I was the host of the event and uh, had a blast doing it. And then it sadly, it ended in... Uh, what was it? 2015 was the last year they did Star Wars uh, weekends. But I also hosted Star Wars Celebration a couple times out here in uh, the States, not the British one, but the one in the States. And I uh, had a great time doing that. And so my whole last, you know, gosh, well, the last 17 plus years of my life have been Star Wars related. But my daughter's entire 13 years of her life have been Star Wars as well. She has... She knows everybody. And I mean, she has such a, it's a strange little world for her. And she will ask me because, you know, she knows Mark Hamill very well. She, she met Carrie Fisher. She's, uh, she knows Ian McDermott very well. She knows Frank Oz very well. She knows um, uh, Anthony Daniels and Peter Mayhew just loves her. And uh, Jeremy Bullock and Warwick Davis and Ray Park. Ray Park is a dear friend to our family. And uh, gosh, so many other people from the world of Star Wars, um, and and then and then Clone Wars and then Rebels, you know, Vanessa Marshall and Steve Bloom and Tia Sakar and, and Taylor Gray and and Freddie Prince Jr. And all these people, all these wonderful people. And then, of course, all of our show, Corey Burton and Ashley Eckstein is like a sister and, and Catherine Tabor is like a sister to me. And Matt Lanther is like a brother to me. And, uh, you know, uh, D. Bradley Baker is just like, you know, this amazing voice God to me. And uh, as well as Corey Burton, as well as Jim Cummings and all these people. So Lydia, my daughter, has just grown up with all of these amazingly talented people in her life. Uh, Tom Kane, uh, you know, uh, Phil Lamar, uh, Sam Witwer, uh, Anna Graves. The list literally goes on and on and on. So she has a very skewed perspective of it all. But here's the crazy part. I'm going to talk about this in the next one at length in the next podcast. But she uh, has seen episodes four, five, and six. And we just this last week showed her episodes one and episodes two. And we still have to watch Revenge of the Sith. And then she will be done with those first six films. And uh, 
It's it's crazy because we kind of we saved them, but she's watched all the Clone Wars, but she just watched them over the last couple of years. She did not watch all of these things when she was little, but she grew up with all of them. She grew up watching scenes and all of that stuff because she lived at Star Wars weekends. And so for six weeks of her life, every year she would live at Disney World and live the Star Wars experience as the host's daughter. And everybody there, actually people would always say, we, we brought you back because we loved you as a host. But the truth was, they loved my daughter Lydia more. And that's why they brought me back as the host every year, because everybody loved Lydia. And they just spoiled her uh, in a great way, not spoiled rotten. They spoiled her in a wonderful way. They gave her so many wonderful things and just, you know, took great care of her there. And we are so grateful to all the folks at Disney World there that did such a wonderful job with that event and all the amazing cast members and such. So anyways, that is my daughter's life. And so Clone Wars, it's it's very exciting for it to be coming back for us as well as a family because all of the actors on the show, we are a family. And all of you that are fans of it, we are family to you and you are family to us. And we were really like one of the first shows to connect with people via social media like this in a way that it was so kind of open and honest. And I think that that's wonderful. And I think that's accounts for the staying power of it. And all of you that kept at it. I mean, there were years, I will say this personally, and I, I know I've heard Dave Filoni say this as well. And of course, many of my castmates, we did not think it would ever come back. And I, I mean, some of you may have even tweeted to me before, because um, I remember saying, I, I'm sorry, I just don't think it'll ever come back. But, you know, Thank, thank God, Disney, you know, listened to all of you and took that to heart and listened to Dave Filoni's uh, request to bring it back and to honor George's uh, uh, wishes to, you know, kind of really kind of make it uh, come to a conclusion that makes sense and such. And so that's very exciting stuff. It's very, very exciting. And um, I, I can't wait for everybody to see it. Now, a lot of these things, you know, uh, this I can't really say much because, for one, I don't know much. But two, I know that, um, you know, we got to be careful what we say and stuff. And so I'm not going to talk about story or anything. I'll just say that some of the stuff we voiced way back when because we, you know, voiced a lot of stuff that never got aired. And some things we may, you know, put in some new lines here and there. So you never know. But all of it is going to be amazing and wonderful. And I think it's like, you know, like a year or so from now, we will all be going, ah, Clone Wars. Now we know how it all kind of comes together and finishes up and stuff, even though we know through the movies and stuff, but you know what I mean. All right. So that is me going on and on and on about Star Wars and Clone Wars and what it's like. And you'll get some of this in the podcast for sure on some episodes. Other episodes may be completely different. Okay. Other episodes, I may be talking about Marvel because I've done extensive work in the world of Marvel as so many different characters, uh, namely Spider-Man, Magneto, the Silver Surfer, uh, Professor X. I've been uh, Iceman quite a bit. I've been uh, Cyclops in the past. I've been a lot of the X-Men. I've been a lot of other heroes. Everybody from Iron Man, uh, to Thor. I know you wouldn't imagine me voicing those, but I have throughout my career voiced many of those characters. And then a ton of the bad guys, the leader from Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Um, I was Blastar. Um, Blastar destroy, you know, and all of that. I don't know. Um, so one thing you may have noticed, I haven't done a lot of voices in this episode, like when I was naming the characters and stuff. I want to save those for when they're, they, they, they really matter, you know, and do it right. And, and I didn't want to do Obi-Wan because I knew I was interviewing Obi-Wan. So, you know, I did him while I was talking to him, and that was fun. Anyways, this is the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. It is talking to myself. It is the James Arnold Taylor podcast. It is episode number one. And this is the time where I don't talk to myself. 
That's right. I want to play, you know, every once in a while uh, on the show, I'm going to play some clips from uh, some of the various people I have interviewed in my career. I've been very, very blessed, very fortunate as a actor, as a performer, as an entertainer, as a comedian, as a host, as an MC, to do all sorts of really fun shows. And some of them were where I get to interview other people as well, particularly in the world of Star Wars. I was also uh, very fortunate to be like one of the first people to really kind of do some of some of these interviews. Uh, Ian McDiarmid, for example, at Celebration 6, I believe, when I, the first year I hosted Celebration, Star Wars Celebration, it was in, uh, it was in Orlando, actually. And I interviewed Ian McDiarmid. It was the first time he ever really did like a big onstage interview like that. So it was quite cool, very fun. And uh, that was great. So maybe I'll play some of those clips at some point. Another one of those exclusive things, very special things, was at Disney's Star Wars weekends. The, the very last year, the very last week, 2015, I got to interview one of my absolute heroes in life. And that is the amazingly talented director and performer, puppeteer, actor, uh, extraordinaire, Frank Oz. You know him from Sesame Street. You know him from The Muppets. You know him as a director of things like Little Shop of Horrors, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Death at a Funeral, uh, so, uh, so many cool, amazing things that he has directed, so many cool, amazing things that he has done as a performer. Oh, The Dark Crystal was his first movie. You know, uh, Jim Henson convinced him of that. So w- we got to sit down and talk in front of, you know, 2,000 of our closest friends at Star Wars Weekends. And then it was also simulcast all over the park. It was very cool. So I thought I would play just a small clip of my interview with Frank Oz. And and perhaps we'll do some more of it throughout uh, the time on the podcast here. Every once in a while, we'll jump to it. Because it's just really fun, very cool, neat information from the master puppeteer, the master performer, who's just... uh, an incredibly sweet man, so talented. And I I thought, so we did three interviews, three days. There were three days he was there for Star Wars Weekends. The way the event would work, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or no, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sorry. And uh, we would do an interview every day. And it was about 45 minutes to an hour long interview. And each one, I would ask him different things about different people and different stuff within his career. And so the, the middle one, I, I thought, I want to ask him specifically about the Muppets. And what if I just go through some of these characters and ask him about, if I say, you know, Miss Piggy, and then just kind of espouse on Miss Piggy or Animal, and then just do that, you know, whatever. And so that's what he did. I just threw out the names, and then he would just talk about it. And so this clip you're about to hear is from the second day of my interview with Frank Oz and uh, him talking about some of his characters. Let's take a listen. So if I go down a list of some of them, and you can just kind of give us some insight on these characters that, well, I have to tell you, the next one is the first puppet I ever owned... And, uh, you know, I've told you this uh, here, but you were very influential in my life. I I started as a stand-up comic and a performer and dreamed about being a performer my my whole life. And The Muppet Show was where I learned about comedy, along with Bugs Bunny and Steve Martin. So the three of you really (laughs) paved the way for me and my my career. And Animal was the first puppet I ever had. So what's the deal with Animal? Well, you know, when Jim created uh, Dr. Teeth Band, uh, which is Dr. Teeth on keyboards, uh, Floyd on, uh, get, on bass, uh, Janice on guitar, he, uh, and, uh, Zoot. and Zoot on sax, yeah. then there's a drummer. And, and uh, I forgot how it was done, but, 
But I, I, how animal came about with me inside was I, I've always seen animals primeval, you know? And he's very dangerous. That's why he needs a chain. Uh, he's got to be chained to his drums. You've got to be very careful. Uh, and the only person he listens to, he's like a dog when he listens to Floyd. Floyd is the only one who can take control. But for me, you know, animal is, uh, is really, you know, animal is, animal goes out at night. <laughs> like wandering around the railroad yards <laughs> and you do not know where he really went and you do not want to know where. <laughs> yeah, you, know you just don't want to know where he went. And, you know, he eats glass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's really... I love that age. And the thing about Animal is I have three-dimensional characters, which people always work towards as having three-dimensional sure. characters, like Piggy, for instance. But Animal on purpose is two-dimensional. He's monosyllabic. And if he was three-dimensional, he wouldn't be as much... As dangerous, yeah, you'd understand fun. him more. But because you don't know what he's going to do, and they don't understand him, he's not three-dimensional. He's two-dimensional, uh, as not as deep. He's just, you know, he's just, he's is okay. Animal to me is, and I may have to say a word here, and then that's not appropriate. Okay. But animal always has been five words to me, which is uh, drums, food, sex, sleep, and pain. Okay. We got that's, through it. That's animal. It. Yeah. Rock and roll, baby, rock and roll. And there's a little animal in all of us. That's what I love about him. He was just, well, I just, yeah. every, every character we do, Jim, Dave Goles, Jerry Nelson, everybody, they're all aspects of us yeah. uh, exaggerated and filtered through our prof professional uh, abilities. You know? I know, I've eaten with you. It's uh, fantastic. <laughs> Such good stuff. So amazing, again, to uh, get to call Mr. Frank Oz a friend now. Although he would just say, uh, you know, the restraining order needs to really be in full effect for me. <laughs> no, no, he is one of those people too, where you, you know, if you email him or something, he will, he'll come back with some type of remark like that. And just, uh, he is such a smart, funny, uh, dry, cutting humor uh, fella. And uh, so cool to talk to him. So cool to listen back to my time there at Star Wars Weekends. Many of you listening were probably there at Star Wars Weekends, probably heard that and saw that live. So hopefully that was a nice little walk down memory lane. And I hope you've enjoyed that here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the Jatcast, talking to myself, the only part of talking to myself where I wasn't talking to myself. Hey, it's Talking to Myself, the James Arnold Taylor podcast, and oh, I like this little music. You'll get to know the different segments that I do through the pieces of music that you hear when they queue up, right? Because, see, again, going back to my radio days, I feel like all of this is just like a big radio uh, play, which I love. And uh, so this is, you know what this music means? It's time to get to know Jat. jat a tat tat Get to know Jat. That's, I, I just made that up. That's not even a thing. Um, so let's bring in Reginald. Reg, Reggie? Reginald, are you here? Yes. Get on, get on the microphone. Please don't call me Reggie. It is Reginald. Reginald. Thank you, Reginald. Uh, yes, it is time for the Get to Know Jat segment. And so are you ready to go and uh, interview me with what you do? And yes, yes, that? yes. Stop, 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 please. I know how to do my job. You do your job as the little host of the show. Let me host this segment, James, please. Hmm? I don't, I'm just... Lighten up, dude. Okay, so, uh, get to know Jat. What's your questions for me, uh, Reginald? What, uh, go ahead and do... Would you just please let me host 
Yes, okay, fine, go ahead. Yes. <clears throat> really, must you do that? <clears throat> I'm preparing. All right, sorry, prepare away. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to Get to Know Jat. Jat being the aforementioned James Arnold Taylor. I am your host, Reginald Blythewood III. I shall now ask James Arnold Taylor some questions that are probing and in-depth, so you, as the listening audience, can get to know James Arnold Taylor better. What are you doing? <laughs> what? No, I'm sorry. You were just putting me to sleep there. Would you just get on with it? Ask me the question of the day for the Get to Know Jat, please. I don't think you need to be rude. Well, I'm not trying to be rude. You were a little rude to me first, so I was just kind of playing back and forth. I thought we were doing like that kind of thing, like you were being like Anthony Daniels, who was real jerk to me the first time I met him, and then it kind of found out that he was just kind of playing a little thing. So he wasn't a jerk. He was just, you know, that's that British, you've got that British kind of humor. You're not laughing at all. No, I, I suppose I don't have the sense of humor that Anthony Daniels has. Forgive me. Well, Anthony's a great guy. But when we first met, it seemed... Well, that's a story for another uh, uh, another segment on the Jackcast. I'll tell that story at some point. When I first met Anthony Daniels and how he uh, he and I, and he told me to shut up on stage. It's a very funny story. And and you're not laughing at all, Reggie. I, uh, Reginald? Yeah. No, I'm not. And I'm not laughing at that little jab of Reggie again. Who booked this guy as uh, somebody on the show? I mean, I come okay. Thank you. I guess I did because it's my show. Anyways, uh, Reginald, go ahead. Right. I am trying to get to the segment where I ask you the actual question for the Get to Know Jat segment. I know. So go ahead. Right. James Arnold Taylor, what is your ultimate day? My ultimate day? Yes. That's the question. Yes. Well, that's a good first question, Reginald, because, you know, it's the first show and then it kind of tells people about who I am. And yes, I know. I come up with the questions myself. I know they're good. All right. Okay. I, all right. I think it's funny how we're kind of, you, me and you, are, we're kind of like button heads and everything because I'm a really like normally very friendly, positive guy. And it seems like maybe I'm kind of giving you a bad time. I'm just joking around. I'm just, I'm just giving you a bad time. Yes. Can you answer the question? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're very proper. You're very British. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, the ultimate day for me, James Arnold Taylor. I would have to say uh, wake up later because I'm not a big morning guy. Right. And then like say, oh, you know, nine o'clock. Right. And um, kind of wake up like very easy going, nice big, some deep breathing. Right. And are you going to keep saying right every time I say something? No, just go ahead. Go, 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 go. Right, okay. No, I'm saying right, okay. Uh, so yeah, wake up around nine, kind of just gently up out of the sleep. And then some deep breathing, some meditation, some mindfulness, uh, some praying, uh, and then some prayer with my wife. And we kind of do some positive imaging. Right, positive, mindful. That's very good. Intriguing. Keep going. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, no, we are. We're very mindful here. We, again, we're, we're very positive. Uh, we, I do. I spend a lot of time in my day trying to be mindful. If, if For those of you that are listening, if you don't know about mindfulness, check it out. You want to be mindful. What, basically what that is, is, is taking some time each day to kind of empty your brain. Empty your mind for a good three minutes at least, but, you know, preferably longer. And you just breathe and concentrate on your breathing and, and how that feels. And then 
if you're sitting down, how the seat feels, and then where your hands are touching, how that feels. So you're not thinking about all your problems and all the things you do within the day. You know what I mean, Reggie? Uh, Reginald? Right, right, yes. I'm thinking about you not calling me Reggie again. Okay, very good. But mindfulness is, is very important. So I would start my day with that for a good, you know, at least half hour and some prayer and so some water, drink some water, hydrate the body first thing in the morning, everybody. Hydrate your body. Right. Hydration, very important. Yes, it is, Reginald. It is. Uh, in fact, you should drink some water right now while I'm doing the talking so you can take a break. Right. Will do. Or shouldn't you be drinking tea? What do you mean? Well, you're British. And anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Right. Keep going. Okay. So, yes. So, uh, do that. Then get up out of bed. Uh, the, the second my feet hit the ground, I, I thank God. I really do. I say, let me be your hands and your feet, Lord, today. Let me be your hands and feet. Uh, the uh, band I loved, Audio Adrenaline, they did a song called Hands and Feet. And I love that song. And it always stuck with me. I want to be the hands and feet. I want to be a, a vessel for God to use, uh, to enlighten and brighten the days of everybody I come in contact with. That is my actual job. That is what I want to do. Right. I'm actually very impressed, James. Keep going. Well, thank you, Reginald. Um, I've won you over now. Not entirely, but keep going. All right. Okay. Um, so I would get up, thank God, make a commitment to be my best today. Then go and, uh, you know, do the things you do, brush your teeth and all that stuff. Uh, then uh, ultimate day, ultimate day. Because, you know, I try to make like every day I'm living my ultimate day. I try to really enjoy every moment of every day that I'm in. But ultimately, I think the best day for me would be then spending some time with my wife and my daughter, just having fun, relaxing, not overthinking things, not spending time worrying and fretting and trying to, you know, uh, I, w I wouldn't do any auditions that day because as a voice actor, I spend most of my time auditioning in my studio here, uh, hoping to get jobs, praying to get jobs, putting my, my, my all into the auditions that I do. So you get, so my agent, Dean Panaro, who uh, I love, he's, I love him like a brother. He's a wonderful man. Dean Panaro talent is his agency and he is my agent. He's been my agent, um, Boy, I, I have been with Dean off and on for almost 20 years now, and he's a great guy. So he sends me auditions, uh, he and his staff, and then I look at the auditions in the morning, first thing, kind of warm up my voice. But, but see, this is supposed to be, no, 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 stop. See, this is supposed to be my ultimate day, Reginald, right? Right, right, your ultimate day. So no auditions, no auditions, right? Right, no auditions. And uh, just spending time with my family, looking out in our backyard. We have this wonderful fountain where all the birds in the neighborhood come and they, they you know, and they, they sit there and, they, and we watch. And when, and when we see a lot of them, sometimes there'll be like five, six birds there. We'll say, it's a bird's party. And we'll watch the bird party. Is it, I I know this sounds kind of silly, but uh, you know it's 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 what I love. It's what puts my mind at peace and at ease, and and helps me enjoy life and taking in life. <clears throat> you know, James, I don't believe it's silly at all. In fact, I think mindfulness, I think taking in nature, I think breathing it all in is quite important. And I don't think enough people, especially you Americans, do that enough. Well, I think you're right, Reginald. I think you're absolutely right. And so that is, you know, part of, that was why I brought you in for this, because I knew you and I would connect on this, uh, and that it would be a great segment each time to kind of get people in touch with who I am, what I'm about, but also how I live my life, which is very much trying to be an example and a light to other people and to help other people. Right, right, right. And to be not so stressed out. Right. 
You Americans are very, very stressed out people. We are, and we're filled with anxiety and, and sometimes panic and depression and that stuff. You know what? <sighs> that right there, what I just did, big deep breath, all of it passes. Okay, if you live in the moment, within the moment. So my ultimate day would be living within the moment of every moment of that day. And I try to do that every day, no matter what I'm doing. Ultimately, I would love to be with my family, watching movies, playing games, eating great, beautiful food. I'm going to talk about food later as well. But uh, that's kind of my ultimate day. Spending time with my wife and my daughter. Maybe going somewhere, doing something. Maybe going out to the beach, going for a walk on the beach. Right, right. Good, good, good. Keep going, James. Keep going. This is, this is fabulous stuff. Keep going. Right. Thank you. I'm glad you're so excited about it. Um, walking on the beach, taking it all in, going somewhere, having a nice meal, looking at each other, seeing the beauty, feeling the love within your heart. I know all of this, you know, you're like, I just wanted to hear the guy talk about Star Wars and maybe do some voices. This is the real James. This is what I do. This is the real stuff, man. And this is what life is really ultimately about. That's why I wrote my book, Jat 365, 365 Daily Inspirations for the pursuit of your what? Dreams. Dream bigger, everybody. Imagine. Spend some time visualizing. Norman Vincent Peale. Okay, The Power of Positive Thinking. I want you to look up that book, everybody. I want you to find that book. Yes, uh, he was a wonderful man. He was a pastor, and uh, he passed away in his 90s. And he was all about people, you know, reinvigorating their lives, Reginald, right? Right, right. Through positive thinking, positive imaging, positive living, and not letting those day-to-day things, stresses, anxieties get you down because they are passing. James, I want to say... Though we kid in the beginning, we go back and forth. It's a joke. I am playing with you like uh, Anthony Daniels did with you, where we're giving each other a bad time and we're putting on a persona, right? Right, 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 right. All right, stop that. But this whole positive living, the, the Norman Vincent Peale, you actually introduced me to the book. Yeah, I did a couple of years ago when we met. We, uh, so Reginald and I met on the set of a... Uh, I was doing like a, a voice off camera. I was in, they put me in like a closet and you were doing like an on, like a hosting thing. Right. It was a hosting. Um, I, I do a lot of hosting for things for uh, British television. And this one was a show about stalactites that was quite fascinating. I, I guess so. And I was the voice of the stalactites hanging down in the back. Hey, I'm a stalactite. Hey, what am I doing? Right. And you were quite, quite impressive. Everybody was quite impressed with you except for me. And... <laughs> Well, thank you. But we hit it off. We met. And uh, then I was like, I got to have Reginald on the show, on the podcast to interview me for this um, for this segment that we call Get to Know Jat. And that's what we've been doing. So I hope you've kind of got to know me a little better in this uh, in this segment. Reginald, what do you think? Yes. Yes, I do believe people are getting to know you better. I do believe this is your one kind of serious segment in the show because the rest of the show with the interviews and the voices and all that, it's all rubbish. But, <laughs> well, oh, it's rubbish. Okay, thank you. No, no, but let me finish. Let me finish, James. This is the core of what you do. This is your thing. Do this. Inspire people, James. Inspire them. Well, I'm trying. Thank you very much, Reginald. I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody. Reginald Blythewood III uh, will always be here for the segment that we call Get to Know Jad. Thank you, Reginald. Thank you, James. Pleasure to be here. Everybody, please check out Blythe Reginald III's podcast. You don't have a podcast. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually believing maybe I should. Let me do the closing of the segment. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat>
<coughs> what is that? Why do you do that? Stop it. All right, sorry. <coughs> this has been Get to Know Jant. James Arnold Taylor on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I am Reginald Blythewood III. Thank you for joining me. And may you be inspired. Well, that was very impressive. Thank you. All right, you can go now. Thanks, Reggie. That ah, Reginald. Thank you, Bob. Bob. Oh, see, he called me a different name now, too. That's funny. Okay. Get out of here. You're a joker. You're a scamp, little Reginald. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's Get to Know Jat. Uh, my ultimate day. Gave you a little example of my ultimate day. I didn't really finish it because Reginald went on way too long. But ultimately, yeah, I would uh, then end the day. Let me just say this. I would end the day with a movie with my my family, my daughter and my wife, or we would watch The Golden Girls or Murder, She Wrote. Yes, I am that nerdy because my daughter loves these old TV shows or The Brady Bunch or Password Plus or uh, uh, Match Game. We watch some old TV shows like that. The Bionic Woman we started showing or The Bionic Woman or Clone Wars or, um, uh, you know, or Timeless. We, we loved uh, Timeless, my dear friend Matt Lanter's show. And... Uh, we would end the day doing that and eating some snacks and having some uh, some vegan ice cream. I'm not a vegan anymore, but I still am kind of a vegan at heart. I, I eat. Um, I don't do dairy, so I would do like some some coconut or rice milk uh, ice cream, which is delicious with a little chocolate or a little bowl of granola. That's what I love. I bowl, I make granola and a bowl of granola at the end of the day that I would make, and uh, we would uh, all have that. My wife's not a big cereal person, but my, my daughter and I are. My wife would instead have like a, just a little piece of chocolate. That's all she needs. She, my, my wife is, is, is so much more uh, controlled and, uh, and reserved than I am. She's more like, uh, like Reginald there. <laughs> no, she would not like me saying that. I'm kidding. She's just very quiet. She's the polar opposite of me. People say opposites attract. They absolutely do. My wife is uh, the most wonderful person in the world, and she is the complete opposite of me. So the three of us would uh, sit and watch stuff, and we all love that at least. We have that in common. And then we would uh, stay up late if it's my ultimate day watching that stuff and then tuck my my daughter in we tuck her in every night and she's she's 13 and I know that sounds ridiculous we tuck her we don't really like tuck her in like when she was younger but what we do is we still uh, go in say we all have a prayer together we we, we pray for uh, the world we pray for our friends we pray for our family we pray for anybody that needs prayer whether it be sickness or uh, problems or good things that they're hoping will uh, be coming up or something too and uh, we cover everybody in prayer just like we cover all of you all the uh, folks that Follow me on uh, Twitter and Facebook and uh, Instagram and YouTube and now here on the podcast. Uh, so we pray blessings over everybody and we, uh, we then say goodnight. Sometimes we sing a little song to her and then we say goodnight. I know you're like, she's 13, James, but you know what? She still enjoys it. And it's not like we baby her. It's not like, okay, sweetie, get into it. It's just like, all right, kiddo, let's uh, let's say our prayers. And we say our prayers. And then we joke around. We, we sit and chat with her for a little bit and joke around. And then uh, we say goodnight. And then my wife and I would go and uh, we would read together. Sit in bed and read. Read like a Norman Vincent Peale book or a Max Lucado book or C.S. Lewis or something. And sometimes I'll be reading something or writing a script or something on my laptop. And my wife will be then doing, she loves these puzzle books, you know, the brain games and stuff, which are very good for your brain. Uh, and we're going to talk about neurofeedback and all sorts of other brain stuff later on on this show uh, in uh, other podcasts, parts of the podcast. But now it is time to end this extremely long segment called Get to Know Jet. And go to your viewer mail. 
So a regular segment on James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the Jadcast, right here, right now, is going to be me answering your uh, emails and questions and voicemails and, you know, live questions eventually and stuff. We're going to get there. We're gonna get there. But this is the first episode. You guys didn't know, you know, where to send it or anything. So what I still have, uh, I have many emails from many people that have asked me many questions through the years uh, here. And uh, I'm just going to go through some of the more recent emails that have been sent to me and answer some of those. But in order to do all of that, hey, let's go. Let's get my announcer back in here. The big uh, the, the show announcer. Hey, fella. How are you? Come on in. Yes. Hello, James. How are you? Well, you're always so you're so big and yeah. Why, thank you. And you have very good mic technique. You're not like the other guys, Hank and everybody. <laughs> no, James, I have perfect mic technique. That's because I'm a professional announcer. Yes, you are, and you're doing it very well. Can you tell the folks how... Uh, by the way, what is your name? I don't even know. I'm just your announcer. So you don't have a name? I'm the announcer. Can I call you announcer guy? Well, of course, James. Okay. Uh, announcer guy. Yes, James. Can you tell everybody how they can then email for the upcoming shows and everything and get questions on the Jatcast? It would be my pleasure, James. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to submit a question to the James Arnold Taylor Talking to Myself Jetcast, simply go to www.jamesarnoldtaylor.com and click on the Jet Show link on the upper right-hand side of the screen. Then, scroll down. Choose a topic, preferably the Jatcast podcast. Fill in your name, email address, country, and then type in your message. When you're done, click submit. It's just that easy. Well, uh, thank you so much, announcer guy. It does. It sounds very easy. You're welcome, James. I'm going to go now. Okay, great. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Come back. Yes, James. Can you just do the like the? It's time for the the answer chat answer the viewer. Well, you do you know what I'm saying? Of course, because I have a better way of words than you do. All right, then just go for it. Give me a little music, please. And now it's a Jetcast exclusive. James Arnold Taylor will answer your emails. Wow, it's much better when he does it. Thanks, announcer guy. You're welcome, James. My work is done here. Yes, it is, for now. We'll see you later. He's sweet. Okay, hey, let's take a look at some of these emails and stuff. Let's see who we got here. Who do we have first? Okay, so this is from Kevin Parrish. Or Parrish? I'm, I'm guessing it's Parrish, Kevin. P-A-R-R-I-S-H. Kevin Parrish. Kevin Parrish from the United States asks... My question for you, James, is how excited are you that Clone Wars is back and what do you expect to see out of the new episodes? I'm very excited. I'm very excited for all of you because all of you that have put so much into Save the Clone Wars, hashtag Save the Clone Wars, hashtag Save the Clone Wars, and through all these years, look at it, it shows that social media uh, works in that. It shows that Disney is listening. It shows that Lucasfilm is listening. It shows that uh, you have a false of your own. See what I did there? And so I'm very excited to uh, be back doing that. I do not know what the episodes are going to be about. I cannot say what they are, even if I do know. Ha ha. So there you go. But uh, what do I expect to see out of the new episodes? I expect to see 12 new exciting Clone Wars episodes that will be available on the Disney streaming service, which is a great excuse for all of us, myself included. They're not going to give me anything for free to purchase, uh, subscribe, whatever, to the new G Disney streaming channel that is coming out next year. So look at how they hook you. Disney, because they need the money. 
<laughs> Anyways, no, I'm grateful that they're going to put them on there. And uh, so that's what I expect. So there you go, Kevin. Thank you for your question. Uh, let's see. We've got another one right here. Okay. This is from Daniel Moran. Daniel is in England. Oh, pip pip cheerio. All right. Let me ask you this. Um, Daniel asks, hi, James. Question. What is the one character from any game or movie that you would like to voice? P.S. What is the best way to warm up your voice? Okay, so first off, uh, uh, what's the one character from any game or movie that I would like to voice? Gosh, you know, I've been so fortunate to already voice so many spectacular characters. I don't know if there's any particular that I would love to do more. I just want to continue doing the voices that I do. I would love to do more Obi-Wan. I would love to do more Flash. I would love to do more Spider-Man. I would love to do more uh, Tidus and Ratchet. I am just happy doing those. I want more work in those worlds for all of you and for me because that's the best thing about uh, the, the work that I do. So uh, just, you know, more of the same, really. Uh, I think everybody else is voicing all the other characters. Great. That's the thing. That's the wonderful thing about voice actors is we have this wonderful camaraderie, you know, about us. And so I'm just happy to be voicing the characters that I voice. And so I just want to do more of them. And the best way to warm up my voice in the morning, humming to start. Okay. And you hum. Hmm. Nice, big, deep breaths. In through the nose for four seconds. Hold for seven seconds. Blow out through the mouth for eight seconds with your tongue at the top of your mouth. So I'm going to go. So there was a little count there. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so that I breathe deep and then I when I do some scales and things you could check out on my website on my uh, rather my YouTube channel, Daniel. And look, I have done a few videos on my YouTube channel about warming up your voice. I would look for the ones that are uh, called in the booth, I think, or uh, uh, in the playlists and you should be able to find them there. They were done um, a while back on my YouTube channel. So check out, look, my YouTube channel is a great resource for all of you there. Okay. And uh, so check out videos about that. Let's see. We've got another one here. Let's see. This is Clint Kernodal. I hope I'm saying that right. Clint Kernodal. It's a cool name. His topic is Clone Wars Conversations. He's from the United States. He says, hello, James. Thank you so much for Clone Wars Conversations. You're welcome. In my personal opinion, Star Wars hasn't had the same magic since the show ended, meaning the Clone Wars. I haven't been impressed by the new trilogy so far, although Rebels did have some awesome moments. Anyway, I was hoping that you're soon going to have Corey Burton, a.k.a. Cad Bane, on the show soon. He's got to be my favorite villain from the Clone Wars and the most original. I would like to ask Corey if he would ever think Cad Bane could change allegiances like Ventress did, or if he would always be sleazy and corrupt. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time, and I can't wait for new episodes. Okay, and he says, P.S. Obi-Wan is my favorite Jedi. Well, mine too. Thank you so much, Clint. Uh, you know what? Corey Burton is one of the greatest voice actors on the planet. He really is one of the most talented, versatile, amazing voice actors, and a wonderful human being. Corey is also um, somebody that likes to keep very private very private life. And I respect that about him. I have asked him if he would be a guest on Clone Wars Conversations. Um, 
And I think that if the uh, space and time was right, we could make it happen and he would be on and we would talk about that. But perhaps, perhaps it might be more likely that I actually get him here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast because we could probably patch in from each other's studios and he wouldn't actually have to leave the house and uh, he would probably be thrilled with that. So uh, we'll see about that. But I, I agree. And I'll, if if I get him on an interview, Clint, I will ask him about uh, Cad Bane not staying sleazy and corrupt. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much. Let's see. Do we have time for one more? We got time for uh, just uh, maybe one more uh, Ask Jat question here. This is Dave Muter from Australia. Hey, James. Hope you're well. Hey, James. Hope you're well. I feel like I should do it in an Australian accent. I'm curious on, on if you know about any future Ratchet and Clank remakes and new games. Need some more Ratchet in my life. All the best to you and your family, mate. I'll see you on YouTube. Thanks, Dave. Dave, uh, great question. Uh, any more Ratchet & Clank uh, games coming out? Don't know? Hope so. If you uh, follow Insomniac or anything online in any form of social media, Twitter or any of that, let them know you want a new Ratchet & Clank game, guys. Be vocal about it. Here's the thing. The Ratchet & Clank movie I thought was awesome. The critics didn't like it, but the critics are idiots. Uh, most of you that saw it really liked it. And that shows also that the critics are idiots. No, um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't use words like that. I'm not generally a negative person. I don't like using that. But uh, so when I say there it is, I'm being, I'm, I'm kind of joking. I'm giving a bad time. Critics, you know, you can't trust critics. Critics didn't like Ratchet and Clank, but the audience seemed to, the gamers that watched it. But here's the other thing. So many of you that are huge Ratchet and Clank fans, and I meet you, I go to cons all over the world and I meet you. And then I, I as I'm signing a picture of Ratchet, I ask you guys, so did you like uh, the Ratchet and Clank movie? And they go, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Well, come on! Everybody goes, you know, why, when are we going to make a new Ratchet & Clank game or is, are they going to do another movie? Not if nobody goes out and sees the movie. See, the movie didn't do as well as it should have because not enough people went and saw it. So all of you that are spending the 50, 60 bucks on a Ratchet & Clank game, go out and spend the 20 bucks on the Ratchet & Clank movie. <laughs> Okay, because, and I'm not saying that so I make money because I don't. I don't make money from that, okay? But if it sells, that's how they know it's popular. If it doesn't sell, they won't make new ones. So, you see, we all have to do that. Now, I'm not saying, hey, Dave, go out and buy more Ration Clank. You've already said you support it. That's great, and I, I think that's awesome. So, what I would say is... All of you that are listening to the Ratchet & Clank fans, support that franchise however you can and let the folks at Insomniac know you would love a new Ratchet & Clank game and you never know. Maybe they'll write another one. Maybe they'll do another one. I hope so because I love it. I think it's one of the best franchises out there today. I really do. I think storyline, uh, action, fun, it is all there. It's fantastic stuff. So there you go. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, we'll take some more questions the next time on the JackCast, and we'll have some more fun, and I'll have another guest in studio, I'm sure. My thanks to Billy, the uh, intern here. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, you, I, you're not on the mic. They can't hear you, Billy. Oh, thank, thank, thank you. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Hank, the engineer. Mm. Uh, James, I think I'm eating a sandwich. Yeah, you're eating a sandwich with extra onions. Yeah, thanks, Hank. My thanks also to Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, James. And uh, who else? Oh, can't forget our show's announcer, announcer guy. Yes, James. It's always a pleasure. Also want to thank everybody uh, at Lucasfilm, Disney, and all the places where I have been uh, blessed to work and do all these fun voices. And again, the little uh, disclaimer there. Thank you for all understanding. This is a parody show. This show is fun. It's for fun. Please don't sue me. 
and I hope you enjoyed it as well. All music and everything on here is uh, done with licenses that I have purchased through places like Backtracks, Production Tracks, Partners in Rhyme, and other places like that. So uh, all of that is used with permissions, proper permissions. And I want to thank all the folks at Libsyn for uh, helping me get a podcast up and running, as well as a very, very special thanks to Jimmy Mack for really coming through and showing me the ways of the podcast and helping me connect with all the right people, as well as Matt Lanter, Anakin Skywalker, who um, also is very helpful in my putting all of this podcast together. You like me. You really like me. No, look, this is the first podcast. I hope the first of hundreds, literal hundreds of these, and I hope that all of you enjoy it. I hope you all go to my website and you do the thing that the announcer guy told you to do and uh, send me letters and stuff. And then we're also going to figure out how to get you to take, we're going to do live calls and you can talk to me live and everything. This is the beginning of a new big thing. The James Arnold Taylor Talking to Myself podcast, but I will be talking to you as well. Thank you all so much for uh, uh, listening in. Again, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jat Actor, J-A-T Actor. Please do so. Please spread the word. Please get other people to follow me on both of those, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook if you want, sure. Uh, as well as subscribe to that YouTube channel of mine because if you love all of this, you're going to love all of that on my YouTube channel. Still putting out content there. Plan on doing as much as I can. And uh, just great thanks to all of them. Great thanks to my family who has put up with me doing all of this uh, here in my studio while they've been coming in and out going, you know, are you ever going to come out of there and eat or are you just going to talk to yourself all the time great thanks to them great thanks to my friends Catherine Tabor Matt Lanter Tom Wilson just to name a few that have really helped and encouraged me to go and do this so guys thank you not that I expected any of you to uh, listen all the way through to all of this but I hope all of you that did listen enjoy it give me some feedback and uh, but well don't don't give me feedback if you didn't like it okay all right Okay, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, talking to myself, episode one, done. May the force be with you. You're still here? It's over. Turn it off. Go on. Go. Mama Gemma. Kukla Fran and Ollie.